Oh, boy, it's coming fast and furious as we get closer to the uh, end of the week. But before we get started, uh, Britsky, I think we have to give out an award to uh, someone whose name is very close to yours, Britsky, Lisa Murkowski. She's a senator oh, from, from Alaska. And, oh, my God, the, the, the courage, the, the intestinal fortitude. The, the ability to, to really see the big picture and, and step out on me. She is now, according to uh, all the news reports about this, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's telling her colleagues that she is, quote, struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with still supporting President Trump after the uh, last few days and General Mattis's comments, which she said were, were absolutely legitimate. And can you, now that is the con, she's struggling. So, which means before you kill us she, with sarcasm, right, before, you not, us, right, before you destroy us, right, destroy us with snark. I mean, I understand it's not exactly profiles and courage, but it is kind of a big deal that somebody should at least even go this far. I'm not ready to pin a purple heart on her or award her, you know, the Medal of Honor, but I, I, I think it's a something. You no, disagree? It's a nothing. It's you don't think nothing. it's anything? It's a nothing because you can go back over the last three or four years and pick out fifty times where someone like Lindsey Graham, there'll be a clip of him saying, "I don't, I wouldn't have done it that way if I was the president." I, I don't, and just move on. This is nothing. It's absolutely said, uh, nothing until you say there's no struggle anymore. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> the yeah, are there. Everybody else is right, and I was wrong, and Donald Trump is not qualified to be the president and i made a mistake fellow alaskans forever ever voting for <laughs> and, until that happens these stories mean zip nada and no you th- 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 this is pass fail okay and she failed okay she, she, but she said you're, she you're doesn't, still failing you're still failing she said she doesn't know how to fully respond to trump's controversial handling of social justice protests that have swept the country in particular his order doesn't to clear know? a crowd yeah. of yeah. peaceful protests <laughs> a crowd of peaceful protesters in yeah. front of the white house by the way the white house continuing to deny that those people uh, were tear gassed meanwhile the good folks at wusa a television station in washington dc actually have what the kids would call receipts and these receipts are canisters of tear gas so they actually have them now i know some of you are going to say they manufactured those or they bought them from the antifa warehouse and had them shipped to them to make <laughs> donald trump look bad but as it turns out by the way if you go to amazon.com yeah, right and you type in antifa tear gas it's on. There's like six thousand different versions of it. You get it. You get it by tomorrow. They'll have it by the house tomorrow. It'll be no problem. So the unfortunate and Kaylee McEnany continues to, to front this. Oh no, there was no. There's no tear gas. It was that's the media continues to lie about that, and they have tear gas canisters. So if you'd like to go ahead and I'm sorry. You, You'd like to make the Hitler comparison here. You're perfectly free. The highway, the road is clear. But I, I am struggling. <laughs> with this idea that there may have been uh tear gas or or other kinds of uh chemicals and i'm i'm struggling with the fact that some people are saying and there is video of it of a military helicopter hovering about mm-hmm. 50 feet over uh some folks in washington to try to scare the shit out of them 
I mean, were the machine guns going to come out? We were going to just uh, mow down a couple uh, hundred people at once to to clear the streets. Uh, how? And I'm struggling with this. I'm not sure it. what. I'm not sure whether it, it it really bothers me or not, or whether it is well within the confines of not only what this president uh, should be allowed to do, but of course all the other 44 presidents have done the same thing, haven't they? Haven't haven't the right? Doesn't exactly. this happen all the time? Yeah, okay. Well, they're talking. I mean, one of the members of the Trump administration, I can't find the story right in front of me, did say that all, all, all options are on the line. Uh, all military options are available in terms of dealing with these protests, which I guess means we're going to napalm Atlanta. I, I have no idea what that even means, right? I have no idea what that when they say shit like that. It's just a bunch of blustery chest puffing, or is it? Or is it? A precursor to some more violent action and, and using the United States military against American citizens on the streets of the United States. You know, he can still be impeached and removed from office. Miss Murkowski, if you would like to uh, yeah. gather up enough of your Republican senator friends to, uh, and you know, and you know where this brings me, because this this is where I go under the learning tree from you. I think he's going to turn the Fourth of July into some sort of Lee Greenwood fuck fest. Um, it's going to be like worse than ever as far as wrapping himself in the flag and all that other horse shit. When Nixon, and I would see video and stuff of like when uh, Nixon would have the Mitch Miller singers or whatever at the White House and he'd rail against hippies in the streets and shit like that. Uh, did, did Nixon try to turn those kind of, uh, patriotic celebrations into just beatdowns of anybody who opposed him? Um, yeah, he was a little more subtle than that, slightly, but not much more subtle okay. than that. And, uh, but, but, but remember, uh, at, at that time, you did have the split in the country over Vietnam, which meant that you still had John Wayne. You ah. still, you still had right. uh, a, a lot of mainstream Hollywood actors. It, it, it wasn't the way it is now. Now, uh, clearly most of, of of Hollywood and you know was was uh, was liberal and democratic, but but it wasn't a hundred percent almost like it is now. And um, the we're in uncharted waters here. Mm. We're in uncharted waters because I, if we're going to start thinking about that era, what I remember most, and you've probably seen the the uh, the old films of it, was uh, Lyndon Johnson practically a prisoner in the white house because every day they would come out right and it was you know hey hey lbj how many kids did you kill today today and 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 it was striking and it really bothered johnson see now that's the difference see it bothered john (laughs) correct exactly if trump would welcome that and he probably does well you may have seen the video that they're putting up a lot of fencing around the White House so he doesn't right. have to be hurt by that. Right. He's- but but so the the difference is because Trump has no conscience and no brain, it's a deadly combination here and he revels in this. And I was talking to to Jane and 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 she doesn't follow this crap as closely as we do and and she asked me the, the standard question right. So why are they going to keep protesting day after day after day? Is this an attack now on Trump? And it, it isn't direct. People are not out in the streets right now just because of Trump. It's mm-hmm. it's bigger than that. It's about police tactics. It's, it's about 
black folks and Latino folks not getting a fair shake in this country, particularly black, for 400 years. It's it's all built up into this one incident. And then you add in the fact that you can't even throw out the old, and this is a famous Britt Whitmire taunt, why don't you people go get a job instead of pro? Well, there are no jobs, and, right. and you you have you have a much larger pool of available people to protest all around the country because they've either been laid off, fired, they graduated with no job prospect. I mean, there, there's a lot of warm bodies out there to do this. So I, I don't think you can even compare this to anything that we've ever seen. It, it, it just isn't it. No. You know, in, in the sixties, it was probably a majority college students, college. What? forget mm-hmm. that. That's a tiny number of people compared to what we've got working now. Well, yeah. But they were again, invested at skin of the game. Cause they were getting drafted. We and had killed. draft. Yeah. yeah. Other things going on. This, this, so this yeah, is, this is different, but the difference between Nixon and, and Trump to, to, to painfully, elongate the comparison here is i think trump actually wants it to be you ready i know you've never heard this before all about him he would rather that it be about him he thinks he can ride a culture war split on police tactics on vandalism on riots on all of those things, he thinks that there are enough scared white people out there who are going to turn. And I think in this particular case, he ain't Nixon. It ain't 1968 or 72. He's wrong. And the pictures tell the story. I can't tell you, and you've seen it a million times. I can't tell you how many times now I've seen uh, a video of large swaths of people in all different cities all over the country. And most of them are white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and, and most of them are peacefully protesting. Mm-hmm. And I know when you said, yeah, what about all the burning? What about the cop that got shot? What about the cop? We know that. But you know, when that, ha- that happens at night, usually now after the people have gone home mm-hmm. from what you're seeing during the day. So, the numbers don't work for Trump, I don't think, this time around. And as as much courage and and discomfort as, as Senator Murkowski has that I'm making fun of, and rightfully so, yeah, it's starting to chip away. And the polls in state after state after state are showing he is losing white support. Trump is losing white support. I'd like to, I'd like to just build off of that for a moment because I'm having this discussion with my roommate from college and he, we were, I said, I'm now getting the feeling that Trump could lose big in the fall. I think more likely it will be a close contest and he felt that it was going to be a big loss because there are a number of suburban women and for these purposes, Karen's who uh, felt very comfortable or at least eh, not uncomfortable voting for him in 2016 and he's lost Many, 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 many of them. And that's what's going to lead to him not being able to put up much of a fight in November. Right. And and by the way, I knew Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was a friend of mine. Right. And you know what? Joe Biden is no Hillary Clinton. Yes. And, and so you don't. Ha- and, and, and remember, I don't think anything's changed in the last few weeks. The the polling and it's been done several different times among people who dislike both candidates the i don't want to vote for you they both suck 
Biden wins big in that group. He does. If I have to pick one, and four years ago, Trump kicked ass mm-hmm. among the people who said, I don't like either of them. He won big. So th- there's a group. I, how do you campaign <laughs> and, and reach people who uh, dislike you and the other person and convince them that you don't suck quite as bad as the other guy sucks? That's a that's a tough nut to crack, don't you It think? is, and I'll, I'll go back even to 2016. There's a fair number of women, suburban women in this country, who didn't vote for Hillary Clinton along the lines of this reason. I just, I just don't like the sound of her voice. She sounds shrill. Right. All those things. They all, there were a all number of those. Right. Yeah. And so there's nothing you can't hide in that in 2020. He doesn't have that in 2020. Well, he's going to go hard with the he's too old. He he he's completely lost his his mental faculties. Yeah. And and I'm the young buck. I'm Donald Trump, which, of course, again, factually, as you know, that's absurd. You know, Donald <laughs> Trump has, has been fading right before our eyes for the last four years. He can't put two sentences together, really. He can't put a coherent thought um, like I can't right now. He can't put a, <laughs> a, a coherent thought together in his head and express it in any kind of articulate manner. And, and we've done this a couple times over the years where it's not enough to just play a clip of Donald Trump saying something and you, ah, ah, ah. it's you go back and you read the transcript of what he actually said, and this is the the mind of a of, of a crazy man. It doesn't make sense. It's double talk. It's 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 like a malapropism comic, uh, just saying things to fill up space. That's all it is. And, yeah, and, and so. so for for him to think that he can make some kind of serious uh, inroads against Biden by saying that Biden can't speak. Biden is a he's a gaff machine. Oh, that's a new one. Haven't heard that one before. Yeah, that's uh, a, it's kind um, of yeah. fresh, isn't it? Yeah, fresh uh, stuff. Also, the the Trump campaign really likes to roll out that uh, Joe Biden apparently sucks the dick of the, the Chinese. That's like a big thing for them over the past week or so. Is that he's China Joe, I think, is what they're trying to go with on the hashtag on that one. China Joe. Good, good, good luck, because Trump's crap is still made in China. His daughter's got a sweetheart deal with China. His son-in-law has a, uh, a, a, a sweetheart deal with uh, – it, it, it's not even close. It's not even close. And I think we're still early in that uh, we haven't seen the full weight of a national campaign uh, come out there and – and, and point out the hypocrisies of Donald Trump from the Biden campaign point of view, from the Democratic super PAC point of view. And right now, they kind of don't have to because you have these guys at the Lincoln Project, the ex-Republicans, um, uh, that group, George Conway and Rick Wilson, and, and those guys putting out ads that are so good, that are so on target, that really do the work that you think might be done by a Democratic candidate or a Democratic super PAC on behalf of Joe Biden. So it's as if these guys at the Lincoln Project are softening the ground um, for the Democrats to, to step forward with a full-throated campaign on behalf of Joe Biden, uh, or as Donald Trump would probably call them, traitors. Good. You got it. 
It is um, the 31st anniversary of the tanks rolling through Tiananmen Square. Um, Allegedly. (laughs) And uh, we mentioned this because Tom Cotton, who looks like a human dick and had an op-ed piece in the New York Times yesterday calling for the tanks to roll into American cities, basically unleashing the full force of the military on American citizens. He has been – the newspaper itself has been widely criticized for publishing such horse shit. And uh, even on Fox News, I'm seeing here uh, that Tom Cotton was challenged on his notion that we need to, again, unleash the military on American citizens in our own streets. But uh, he is holding tough to it. Uh, what are your thoughts on Tom Cotton and his idea that we need to go ahead? And again, is it time to napalm downtown Atlanta? Yeah, well, I'm struggling with that one, Britt. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling whether to use air power. Uh, a land-based invasion of New York, because you know you you can you can pull right up there sure. uh, in Battery City and just march north through Manhattan. If you fuckers a, in Miami think that you're going to be safe from submarines, they can pull them up right off the shore, yeah. and they yeah. can go after you any time that they want to. Well, f- first of all, we we need to address the the outrage from within the New York Times by a lot of folks who work there that the paper should not have printed right uh, Tom Cotton's hysterical op-ed. I think time, and it isn't a lot of time, it's just a matter of hours, has proven the uh, importance of printing garbage like that at times. It's, I mean, you're going to compare the New York Times to, to, to Facebook and Zuckerberg. They, they should have censored it. They shouldn't put it up. They should take it down. Uh, this is different. And you know why? Because we're talking about it. Had Tom Cotton put that up on uh, foxnews.com okay. or or in the Washington Times, no one would be talking about That's a point in your favor. I'll give you and, that. And, and uh, if you want to work under the uh, uh, idea of uh, sunshine's the best disinfectant and all those other kinds of things, and, and we need to know what these people are thinking, and we also need to know that an ambitious creep like Cotton, who would love to be the candidate in 2024, wouldn't he? He thinks he's the up-and-comer. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> it, it's it's very important to remember that uh, four years from now, if he thinks he's going to run, he's going to have to defend what he said in 2020 when times were tough in the United States, and his answer was to send the U.S. military into our cities and turn it against its own citizenry and and completely politicize the military, which has not happened in 230 years. So uh, Tom Cotton, uh, I believe, has eliminated himself ever from higher office, and you can thank the New York Times for that little uh, cleansing exercise. That's that's my opinion. Well, I'll grant, uh, but, I'll grant you there's some yeah. there, there's something to say for that particular perspective, but I, I I hope that the Hank Williams Jr. wing of the Republican Party is not buying into this shit, okay. that we need to go ahead and just oh, have the 82nd Airborne fly into American cities. No, most people, I, I'm not hearing much support for it anywhere, nowhere. I hope. Uh, I hope right, may, may, it, maybe at the beginning of a Hannity rant, but but other than that, and I don't even think he's doing it. Because, you know, um, this summer, I'm sure you're aware, is the 50th anniversary of the murdering of four students at Kent State University by the National Guard. No, that was a month ago. <laughs> was that what, They already did it? Britt, that was May 4th, 
1970. Well, we're on the it's the 50th anniversary, so I, I I'm just saying that it's it's a very odd time to make statements like this to unleash military power. Well, you know the 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 disinformation misinformation here is is just stunning. Trump, if I if I heard him correctly, and he's really good at this, just saying things that are not true about his own powers as president, right? Yeah. I believe he thinks that he controls the National Guard. And as you know, the National Guard is not a national force. It's a state-by-state thing that your governor and my governor uh, decide whether to call it out. It just, you know, these are people who aren't military every day of their life they're they're living real lives and for the national guard to be activated you know it's a big deal you have to bring people out from civilian life they're they're not an active military force but trump is so stupid he thinks that the words national guard means it's well we have the army we have the navy we have the marines Mm. we have the air force we have the space force and we have the national guard they're all equal that in his mind don't you think that that's likely Uh, yeah i do (laughs) in fact it's it's almost impossible that that wouldn't be the way it's it's probable yeah he's thinking um it's what it's it's not going to happen and uh i think you're seeing such a Massive pushback by by uh, General Mattis mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Admiral or whatever his name is the the guy who's Admiral Mullen who started Mullen, this. Mike Mullen yeah Mike Mullen who's he's the first one to to speak up and then Mattis uh, was called by Jeffrey Goldberg of the New Yorker and said well Mattis is saying this what do you think I'm in I'm in and he wrote it and and it was up within you know uh, a half a day and um, it's it's just not. It's just not going to happen. And uh, Murkowski, again, who's struggling, she has done at least one little bit of service. She has become the lead blocker for uh, any other Republican that would like to speak up. It may not happen. Lindsey Graham, who, of course, actually truly knows better. The old Lindsey Graham did know better. The old friend of John McCain, Lindsey Graham, he knows better and he was a military lawyer. He knows uh, how inappropriate it is to think about using uh, active U.S. military troops uh, on American soil against American citizens because you don't like what they're protesting. He knows that. And uh, uh, Lisa Murkowski has given him, should he choose, an opening to uh, to start to break. And... Uh, if if Lindsey Graham sees that the polls are starting to really fade against him in South Carolina in a meaningful way, you might see that. I'm not predicting it. It probably won't happen. But we're on the record as saying that, you know, maybe this week is the inflection point week where you have uh, all of these very honorable people who uh, served at the highest level of the U.S. military saying no no, sir, not on my watch, not on my time. And as uh, we were talking on the last podcast about the defense secretary, he's apparently held his ground pretty well on this. And he doesn't want no, he doesn't want his name on this shit either. 
Well, it wasn't a great day for Mark Asprey yesterday right. because he did have to say that he he did know that they were going to the church after he said that he didn't. And then the 82nd Airborne, which was commanded to get the hell out of Washington, D.C., was then called back because he they were very unhappy with him. And I'm not even going to um, do away with the option that when they take out the trash on their Friday afternoon news dump that Mark Esper may be leaving us. He may be resigning and spend more time Ooh, with his that's family. That's a good prediction. I like that one. I'm just going to say there may be. Next you're going to tell us, are the major leagues going to play 50 games, 80 <laughs> games, or 110 games, or no games? I can't tell you. I did, and I have no idea what Netflix <laughs> is going to close at today. But I just I feel like uh, when it's time to take out the trash on Friday, Watch for Mark Esper to be find a family that he wants to spend more time with. The tweet from Donald Trump, which came uh, last night, probably the only thing Barack Obama and I have in common is that we both had the honor of firing Jim Mattis, the world's most overrated general. I asked for his letter of resignation and felt great about it. His nickname was Chaos, which I didn't like, and changed to Mad Dog. Hold it. That's a lie. He was known as that. Long before. And by the way, Trump, you didn't invent the phrase fake news. Remember when he said that? Mm -hmm. I'm the first one to ever say that. No. I'm sorry. That was a Hitler thing. Okay. Oh wow! It was that, they've been well, they've been working with that one for a while. He's stealing from the best. You got to give him that. Yeah. His primary strength, Mr. Trump goes on, was not military, but rather personal public relations. I gave him a new life, things to do and battles to win, but he seldom brought home the bacon. That that uh, phrase is in quotation marks, Brad. I didn't like his quotation mark unqu- uh, leadership style or much else about him, and many others agree. Glad he is gone, exclamation point from Donald Trump, who is being extremely gracious about the criticism. Yeah, I, I was thinking that Trump was going to lean on some of his other more famous chestnuts when he's cornered like this and someone calls him out 100% truthfully and, and he's got nowhere to go. I thought he was going to go with, I never met the guy, don't know him. <laughs> who is he? <laughs> who is Stone Cold Loser. Okay. <laughs> How many people has he called that? Stone, oh, everybody, com, com, right? Uh, I mean, he he's got a million of those, and uh, I was uh, I was surprised that he uh, only used the, the the one that he did. Um, not a fan. How not come he didn't go with not a fan? He's he's been not a fan of. How about a complete disaster? How many people has he called a complete disaster? Or how about this one? Ready? Everybody knows he's not quite right. Is he the world's most overrated saying. general? Is the world's most, isn't the General Mills the most overrated general? Because I was just thinking, I, I don't know. Is General Electric maybe the world's most overrated general? Is that stock uh, price still in the know, shitter? I'm never much of a fan of General Johnson. <laughs> got to be honest with you, that's a pretty even though he's no longer with us. I have to say he's fairly overrated. Here's today's uh, fantastic distraction from two hours ago. I'm happy to announce, Donald Trump says, that Navy veteran Michael White, who has been detained by Iran for 683 days, is on a Swiss plane that just left Iranian airspace. We expect him to be home in a, with his family very soon. And I will never stop working to secure the release of all Americans held hostage overseas. Thank you, Switzerland, for your great assistance. I, I hope... Uh, Michael White, Seaman White, will be employed into service so that he can help launch torpedoes from a ship against American citizens who are protesting uh, on the uh, eastern seaboard. I hope that that's what they'll put him into to duty doing when he gets back into the United States, Brad. Yeah. Now, uh, wasn't this was a swap? This wasn't a. Uh, well, gosh, that's not uh, in the, the tweet. It doesn't say that. What did they get? Another player to be named later? 
No, no. Uh, we gave up one of our, a prisoner that we had of theirs. Well, in exchange for this guy. Yeah, this is the guy. His name was a uh, Sirius S I R O U S Asgari. He was an Iranian scientist imprisoned in the United States. We sent him back on June second. Uh, he was accused of trying to steal research secrets from Case Western Reserve University oh, wow. in Cleveland. Cleveland, so, sure. So, for Trump, and again, you know, we're, we're always glad to get the Americans home. But, but again, could it just be me? Uh, he's leaving out an important part of this, which is this is what the United States has always done, and will continue to do if it's appropriate to regain. American citizens who have been grabbed. If we can give one up that we don't think is that important, it's a swap. It's a trade. It's it's. An, but of course, what you read and what will be portrayed, I'm sure, on Fox and the rest of it, is that Donald Trump scared the shit out of those Iranians. They are they are so worried that they <laughs> yeah. gave this guy up for nothing, right? Yeah. Don't you think? Isn't think that that's the story? Pro- that's going to be it. Look look how yeah. great he is. Yeah. Um, New Orleans quarterback Drew Brees said huh. yesterday with Yahoo Finance uh, when he was talking about the protest that he will never agree with anybody res- disrespecting flag of the United States. And he talked about people kneeling during the national anthem. He later told ESPN he stands with his teammates fighting for racial equality. Well, he had to back that up. And now he's issuing an apology today for his comments on disrespecting the flag, saying he completely missed the marker on current issues in the United States. And it breaks my heart to know the pain that I've caused. Is Drew Brees sorry, or is he sorry that he got caught, Brad? Um, I, I, I think he should be destroyed. He should never play again. He should never work again. He should die in poverty and, and, and lose everything. Now, here's the, for me, this is kind of a, a, a simple story. What Drew Brees said, he has every right to say. But if you're going to come out right now, and and say that and play the old uh, the most important thing is to salute the flag and to stand for the national anthem if you're going to go there right now when people are already losing their lives when uh police officers are losing their lot when 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 things are really really tense then you're going to reap the whirlwind here because the united states is more than its symbols. It's more than the eagle. It's more than the Statue of Liberty. It's more than the flag. It, it's it, it's an idea. And right now, the American idea and the American ideal uh, is it, it's on trial. It, it mm-hmm. it's on trial because of what has been happening to too many of our citizens and the rest of us who haven't had to suffer that, that kind of discrimination and haven't ever had to give their kids the talk about uh, if a police officer ever, ever pulls you over, makes don't even think about looking cross-eyed for one second because you'll get killed. For those of us who haven't had to say that to our kids, we don't quite understand it in, in, in that way. Well, this is exactly... Uh, I think the the point, though, this is like the ultimate in white privilege, is that we're disrespecting the flag. When this original protest happened a few years ago, what I said and what I mean was that uh, when someone kneels for the flag, it is the most peaceful of protests. You may not like it. You may not like the optics of it, but it does not um, impede your progress as far as getting to work. It doesn't keep you from going to a restaurant or 
or a bar downtown. It doesn't clog up traffic. It doesn't well, do anything. You know who needs to get reparations? Colin Kaepernick. Uh, without he question. Needs, he, he needs to have cut to him about what do you think he would have made the last? He, he would have made $10, 15000000 million a year. So cut him a check for $50 million for the uh, amount of work that he was never able to do because the NFL discriminated against him and apologize to Colin Kaepernick for you, Drew Brees, and other people who completely, completely twisted the story and refused to acknowledge when Colin Kaepernick said it five ways from Sunday and when uh, Nike made what is clearly one of the great commercials of all time about him several years ago, that he was utterly, totally sincere and ahead of his time in saying that I am protesting because of police brutality, because of the way black people are treated in this country. I'm not disrespecting the flag. That's not what I'm doing. I'm lodging a protest, and there's nothing more American than protest. There's nothing that this country was born on more than the idea of standing up to a tyrannical government. In this case, it was England, right? It was the mm -hmm. king of England. Mm -hmm. And you should apologize. And the, the NFL, I think here is, is a and, – and by the way, so to have Drew Brees, after all this time, um, go there and not acknowledge – uh, the, the truth of, of Kaepernick and then try to uh, uh, associate what's going on right now with uh, uh, people who hate the country because they disrespect the flag. That's where it is. It's a big mess, and, and it's his fault, and uh, he's going to pay uh, a, a bit of a price for it. Although, again, I don't think he should have to move to a leper colony. Oh, I agree but, with that, but I also it, think it's in, hard. In the world in which we live, you know, you, you it's hard to live. what you say. Yeah. I think he's also made himself uh, very at home in New Orleans and has done a lot of great things in the community, and I don't quite understand how you can be around that many African-Americans and not understand the plight and be blind to it and somehow think that when somebody does that, that it is a blow to mom, apple pie, and Jesus when somebody kneels. And I think he's kind of getting the idea that he may have stepped over the line. I don't think he's a bad guy, but I think he's revealed a real big chink in the armor as far as his, uh, his understanding of what's happening. Has he noticed that there are police officers kneeling all over this country right now? Look, does, does he think that they're not being sincere? Does he think they're faking it? it, it what does he it came think? To his, it came to his attention when several of his teammates were you know, openly weeping and very upset with him about this. And you have to understand, these are people that are worried about not only their future but their children's future, and these people are rich. These are very wealthy people who are millionaires, and they're scared in America. So you might want to get on board with what's happening, Drew. I think he's had his eyes open to it. I hope he's been spanked a little bit on this whole situation. I don't think he's a bad guy, but that's your white privilege right there. I'm comfortable. I'm good. What's wrong with you guys? Yeah. That's exactly what's going on. And I'll tell you another thing that just stems out of this. The NFL is very – adamant that they're going to open the season at some point, whether it's going to be when they regularly schedule it or October, whenever it is. I don't think they're ready to deal with the kind of protests and the amount of kneeling that they're going to see this fall. Do you? 
Well, don't worry. There aren't going to be any fans there anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The so. images are still going to be on television, yeah. and they're not going to do the thing. It's not going to be like it was a couple of years ago. When, oh, let's not show it. Just turn the cameras Can over here. And, there, there will be no national anthem before the games anymore. Remember, that, that problem's already been solved in several different ways, right? Wow. That you, is you do it. You do it uh, 10 minutes before the broadcast. Before they come out of the tunnel. Before yeah, they've done uh, that before. It's but again, if there's before. no fan, if there's no fans in the stand, who are we That's playing right. the anthem for? Right. <laughs> so. if, if the anthem falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it, did it ever play? I find that to be a completely pussy way of solving the problem. But yes, that would be the path of least resistance. And yes, I do believe that is what the NFL owners were going to do because they don't Thank have. You. They, Thank they you. Are, they called me and asked me, "How do we get the hell out of this?" And I said, well, "However." You know, the NBA might be cranking up here in about a month or so, and I believe we're going to have another similar issue, and that's going to be yet another problem in America, whether these very wealthy African-American males should be doing that, should be disrespecting our flag and our country. Well, it's, see, I, I, I think you're missing. It's not going to be just black players. That's right. It, it, it's Now, you can start to throw it. Well, you know, 20% of the players are not even uh, born in the United States. You know, most of them are American citizens now. But these protests are going on all over the world, too. Right. I understand that. But, but at, uh, what you brought up is this idea of this, this jambalaya stew of, of tension every minute, looking at every frame of, of, uh, every bit of TV that you're watching to see, you know, what's there, what's here, what, who did that? Who blinked an eye when the, the anthem played? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the NBA isn't going to, play the damn amp what are they going to play like eight games in a row every day to to fill up the uh the schedule there how are they going to do that i haven't figured out how they're doing this i think that's going to be i I really think they're going to try to do like an ncaa tournament thing where they do have triple headers and and four games a day and try to do all that stuff i think it sits there in one arena they can do some things like that I, th- I think that's going to be very interesting to see how they do that. But there's going to be significant protests, and people are going to have to deal with it. And if you're upset about it, then I'm sorry. You lost that fight. And co- going back to Colin Kaepernick, you can criticize Nike for any number of things that you want to criticize Nike for, including the exploitation of people in third-world countries for making their shit. But they put a big bankroll. They put a big bet on Colin Kaepernick. And guess what? They were 100% right about that, and they should receive credit for that. It took – how many years did it take – Brad, for Muhammad Ali to finally get his reputation back from the protests about the Vietnam War and for it to be shown that, you know what, maybe he was right about that whole situation. It took a long time. He was blackballed from the business for a long time, and it took many years for him to get his reputation back for people to admit, oh, yeah, and he has he became later in life a beloved figure in American history. That yeah, That's well, what happened. Colin well, Kaepernick, I mean, the turnaround time has been a lot less. It's been longer. It, it, Colin Kaepernick has now been prevented from being a quarterback in the NFL longer than Muhammad Ali lost his boxing license for. Ali couldn't fight. I think I think it was about three years. You can check that. Uh, Colin Kaepernick easily is in his fourth or fifth year now of not playing football. Right. It just has been, to be. But he's been proven right much quicker than Muhammad Ali was about the, uh, the Vietnam. It took a lot of people to, yeah. a long time before they admit that Vietnam was the mistake that, that Muhammad Ali made it out to be in the early, in the late 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are, there are a lot of people now who never, who, to, Colin Kaepernick was a curse word. And I understand, by the way, that the Colin Kaepernick jerseys are doing very well on eBay and so forth. A lot of people are buying those things now, which is very interesting. So uh, are, are, are we ready to go back to Vegas now? I, I hear Vegas is opening today. 
I saw some of this. I, I mean, I I would like to go to you Vegas. See that, you know, they got the plexiglass. You know, you know I have to, a... to, to to keep you from uh, being face to face with the dealer. It'd be like going shopping now. It's like being in a grocery store. You well, now, do I have to wear the helmet when I'm interacting with the hooker? I'm not sure how that. How does that work? Do we have to both wear masks? One of us wear masks. How, how? What are the rules now in Vegas as far as that goes? Yeah, I got a I got a big birthday coming up this year. It's one of those with a zero at the end of it. I thought, you know, I, I love going to Vegas and I think it would be a good time. And it's not until August, but I. And I also, you know, my favorite football team now plays in Las Vegas, and I was trying to get my brother on the plane to go there, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm not going on a plane." And I, I so I'm I'm really torn about this whole situation with Las Vegas, but I'd love to go. So that's that's the early August, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So you think I you think I'll be okay to get on a, a plane to go out there and I don't have know. some look. We're we're, not, we're gonna know in in one or two weeks mm-hmm. whether there's been a gigantic spreading. Of coronavirus, uh, you know, it, it's as if we've initiated the second wave early because mm-hmm. of uh, all these folks who've been uh, protesting. And uh, I, 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 there, there reaches a point though where I, I want to wring somebody's neck because, and I, I, I love all the doctors who are on TV, but but when they say, you know, uh, all the people who've been at the protest, you should all be immediately tested right now. Now just, now, just think about that. Just think about how likely it is. Pick what percentage of people who are out there protesting right now. God love them. God love them. I'm, I'm, we're with you. But think about how many of them are going to uh, go back to wherever they live, whatever city, whatever town, whatever suburb, whatever it is, and, and go, you know, I was protesting today, and I was surrounded by a lot of people. I think I'm going to go get a test for coronavirus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so so the chances that we're initiating, we the country has initiated a a a second wave here. Very very, we're going to know in 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 ten days or so, right? Two and, thoughts on that. They they did say that George Floyd was asymptomatic and was positive for COVID nineteen. That doesn't that's, mean anything. Means well, nothing. it could mean it means it could have infected the cops who murdered him. Oh. It could. It's. I mean, there's there's a possibility there. Yeah. And now the okay, so that that is something. I take it back. I take it. So I uh, apologize to anyone that was offended by that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you, Mr. Breeze. Thank you. And uh, health officials in Missouri are now saying no new coronavirus cases have been reported in that pool party, uh, the pictures of which we saw a couple of weeks ago, which I think is going to only um, embolden people to go out there and just stack on top of each other. Yeah, well, unfortunately, well, hey, you know what? I hope that they're all right. I hope they're all correct and that very few cases occur and that uh, another couple weeks go by and uh, we'll be talking about this. We'll be here. And you say to me, you know what? The number of cases seems to be so low now in terms of new cases and the spread is really now confined to, to places where people are truly just on top of each other. We're, we're, we are left with the meat packing plants and the old age homes and, and, and places like that. so much. It's so concentrated and, and so identifiable, but not spreading in the way that, that we feared that I'm getting on a plane and I'm going to Vegas, baby. I would love for that <laughs> to happen. I would love for that to well, happen. You know how this is going to be used. It's going to be used. All of you ninnies who had problems with those pictures from the Ace Speedway near Burlington, and all of you ninnies that have problems with this pool party, you're just a bunch of liberal pussies. Well, Everything's okay, and the media's been lying to you. That's how it's well, going to be portrayed. 
last time I checked, North Carolina is still on the upswing. We we haven't flattened any goddamn curve here, have we? That is correct, sir. Okay, so so every situation is different. Every situation is different. It's very possible that a, at a pool party in Missouri, it was windy. It was windy that day, so therefore not much of a spread. A bunch of people sitting at a hot, sweaty uh, racetrack on top of each other at night where the wind has died down, uh, it might not be so so good. Uh, people might, might pass it around inadvertently. We don't know. We just yeah. don't know. And uh, for those of us who've been able to take uh, as much precautions as possible and have not gone out very much except when we have to, 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 to get food and get groceries and things like that, I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love for these people to all say, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it was a nothing. But it, it is a something. It is a something. We're up to, what, about 108,000 right now, and that's probably really 150 or 200,000 because of all the people that died at home and never went to a hospital, never got tested, and the death rates in, 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 in every state in this country are way higher than they were in previous months and in previous years. So well, let's acknowledge that. This is just like the Puerto Rican hurricane count, right? Remember that? That's How many true. people died in the hurricane? Oh, 40. Oh, it was 3,000. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Well, 43,000. They were close. It close was enough. close. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I hope we're wrong, but I don't think we're wrong. And um, even if we are uh, more wrong than right, which will be a good thing because the economy will be able to recover uh, faster. Um, if Donald Trump thinks that that's going to gain him votes, that he's going to be able to say, I was I was right, I'm the smartest guy in the room, the doctors know, nobody's buying it. Nobody is buying it. And, and I don't think he's going to be able to turn that around because his mishandling of it put us in the position that we're in right now. It was his fumbling for those few weeks when the exponential growth was going on, when the Malthusian growth with two, four, eight, and it was actually worse than that. It was one, three, ten, twenty. I mean, that's how it was growing, and he did nothing, and he lied, and he knew, and that's not going to change. So uh, let's hope everybody uh, stays safe out there and, and doesn't do stupid things, but we got a lot of folks doing doing dumb things right now. And, and uh, Britt, have you heard this? Well, you know, it was uh, easy to tell people to stay in in March and April, but you get oh. to June and July in America, out, and yeah. we just, people just have to get out. Really? There's fucking nothing to do. Stop right. it. There's no right. ball games. Restaurants right. are barely open. Shut up. There's nothing. Right. And, and, and in addition to that, all right, uh, we can't ask people to, to maybe save their life by not doing something for two months. I'd rather maybe die. I'd rather my, my father <laughs> yeah. die. Again, how did he, how did he die? He died doing what he loved, getting a rack of baby back ribs at Chili's. <laughs> Brad and Brit.com.